Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the broadcast today, The Winning Side. This is Brother Nathan filling in for Pastor today. I hope you're doing well. I'm looking at the bulletin today just to double check, but it doesn't look like we have any birthdays or anniversaries today. We have several tomorrow, but Pastor will be back tomorrow and uh, we'll wish each one of you a happy birthday tomorrow. And then I'm looking on the other side of our church bulletin, and this past Sunday, it is packed with upcoming events. Obviously, it's Christmas time. We have a lot of Christmas events here at our church, starting with the teen Christmas party on Saturday. This Saturday, it's at our house, and all the teens are invited to attend uh, that. It starts at 5 o'clock, ends at 7 o'clock. And then I'm looking down here, so a week from next or I'm sorry, a week from this Sunday is the Christmas Cantata. And that's where the choir and special music, the children's choir will all be singing. And the choir has been putting in a lot of work for that. I know the children's choir has as well. And so we're looking forward to a great Christmas Cantata this year. That's December 11th, starting at 6 o'clock in the evening. And then the following Sunday, December 18th, we have at 6 o'clock, or after the 6 o'clock service is the Christmas Cookie Fellowship. What a time. What a time that is to have some cookies, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be some coffee and hot cocoa there as well. And then I, I believe this is the first time that we have done this um, on Christmas Eve, which is the, the day before Sunday this year. It's Saturday, December 24th, is our Christmas Eve candlelight service, and so that's going to be a special time. You won't want to miss that special candlelight service Saturday, December 24th. And then on Sunday, we have a Christmas Day service at 11 o'clock. And so it's, it's going to be great. Christmas is in the air. I'll uh, mention this. You may be wondering, well, when is WVFE going to be playing Christmas music? And it's coming. December 1st, we'll switch over and we'll have 24-7 Christmas music for the month of December. And so we're looking forward to that as well. I'm also looking forward to our study today in Acts chapter 4. We talked about yesterday how Peter and John were being questioned by the high priest and by the, the Pharisees and by um, those in authority, the religious authority of the day. And they, the unbelievers, those ones that were trying to stamp out the name of Christ, those were the ones who perceived that Peter and John were ignorant and unlearned men, yet because of the boldness and the way that they had spoke, they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And so that was the question I asked yesterday. Have you spent time with Jesus? And, and even adding on to that question is, do others, do others see that you have spent time with Jesus? Because there is some evidences, there are some results of spending time with Jesus. And that's what we're going to cover today. And so I'm looking forward to it. But first, let's listen to this song. What a good song it is. I Talk to Him Today, sung by the brothers. And enjoy the song after the song. We'll be in Acts chapter 4. 
He was led to Golgotha on the outskirts of town. There nailed to a rugged cross as his mockers gathered round. The sky spoke like thunder when he finally bowed his head. He who had given life now hung there dead. Then his mom and some friends came to carry him away. They were trying to speak through a broken heart that only tears could say. The sun said, cast no shadow on the world's darkest day. And with one last look, they laid him in the grave. But I talked to him today, and my cares all fell away. He made me feel like life had just begun. He said, all of my trials can be turned into triumph through the victory that he's already won. And I talked to him today, and the comfort that he gave filled me with desire to tell the world that on Calvary he died, but right now he is alive. I talk to him today. Mary Magdalene came breathless to the place where Peter lay. He was searching through his broken heart, trying to find the faith to pray. But as he heard her joyful story, his sorrow could not stay, and his hope sprang up words he heard her say. She said, I talked to him today, and my cares all fell away. He made me feel like life had just begun. He said, all of my trials can be turned into triumph through the victory that he's already I talk to him today that on Calvary he died but right now he is alive I know because I talk to That is one of my favorite songs. I talked to him today, and it's amazing. Once you spend time with the Lord, how things change. It doesn't matter the circumstance you're in, but Jesus, he gives grace. He gives joy in the midst of trials. And so very thankful um, for that song, thankful for the promises that are found in that song as well. Well, we're in Acts chapter 4, and we're going to look at some results of spending time with Jesus. Well, obviously one of those results 
is the outward, the external, uh, what people see. They'll notice a difference with Christians that spend time with Jesus. And so let's look at that today. First of all, number one, I would like to say that uh, there is boldness. When you spend time with the Lord, I'm talking about walking with God, reading your Bible, making it a daily habit, praying and talking with Him, just like that song was about. There's going to be some results. And number one, we get a boldness. We get a boldness to stand for Christ. Boldness means fearlessness, confidence. We find that starting in verse number 10. This is Peter um, really giving an excuse or, or, or defending himself as the Pharisees and, and those the high priests and those that were related to the high priests were questioning him. By what uh, name or, or how are you doing these miracles and, and why are you preaching this name? And here it is in verse 10. Be it known unto you all, Peter says, and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you hold. They had healed the, the lame man, the man that could not walk. This is the stone. Jesus Christ, which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there, I love this verse, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven where, uh, given among men whereby we must be saved. And that is true today. Obviously, the Bible's true. It's all of it's relevant today. It's the very Word of God. It's the living Word of God. I love that verse. It, God's word doesn't change. Jesus is the only way to heaven still today. There is no other way to get to, to heaven to be with God for eternity but through Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And then here's uh, that's the boldness, but the Pharisees and those that were listening to him, they understood that there was a boldness here in verse 13. The Bible says, Now when they saw the boldness, there it is, of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. You spend time with the Lord, and the evidence of that is boldness. God gives you a boldness. They spoke with effectiveness and authority. Jesus spoke with authority when he was on this earth. Uh, during his ministry, he spoke as one that had authority because he was God. He had uh, that uh, omnipotence. He had that, uh, that sovereignty of knowing that uh, he, is, um, he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and therefore he spoke with authority. First uh, Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed, that falsely ac accuse your good conversation in Christ. You may ask, Brother Nathan, how in the world are we supposed to know all the answers? How are we supposed to know how to give an answer when someone asks us about Jesus, when someone asks us about the hope that is within us? How are we supposed to give an answer? Here's, here's the, the brain-blowing idea. Are you ready for it? It's what we're talking about. Spend time with Jesus. You spend time with Jesus, the evidence is going to be a boldness. The evidence is going to be you are going to be ready to give an answer. If you're walking with Him, you're talking with Him, you're spending time in His Word, that answer is just going to naturally flow out because you've been spending time in the Word of God. And you know who helps you? God has given us the promise of the Holy Spirit. 
And that Holy Spirit, the day that you get saved, comes into your heart. And uh, that Holy Spirit is the one who is, is leading you. Uh, God is guiding you. God is giving you those answers. But it's going to be hard to be able to have those answers, to let the Holy Spirit work inside of you if you're not spending time with the Lord, if you're not right with God, if you're not giving uh, that time that, that God um, requires of us uh, to be followers of Him, and not just followers, but to be faithful followers of Christ. Peter and, and John here, they, they were ex exemplifying that boldness, and so that is an evidence. How about this one? There's worship, right? A direct result of spending time with Jesus is knowing who to give the glory when the blessings come down. Now, they healed that man, the impotent man, the one that could not walk. He rose up. He got strength in his feet again. He leaped up, and he was rejoicing that he was healed. Now, everybody watching that miracle take place, they, they marveled, and they thought, man, these men are incredible. They have some kind of magic. What is going on here? I, th these men are special. And then when uh, Peter and John perceived that they thought those thoughts, they said, hey, don't look at us. We're nothing special, but we have this power. And this man was healed because of Jesus Christ, because he is the one, he is the source of power. Um, at the end of the gospel, when uh, Jesus is commissioning uh, his disciples, he says, hey, all power is given unto me and that same power I give to you. And so we have here not just not just boldness, but we have worship. Um, when Peter and, and John uh, saw that the people were starting to worship them, they were careful to direct that worship to God. Hey, give glory to God. Give glory to Jesus because He is the one that healed today. And so worship is natural um, after spending time with the Lord. Number three, unity. Unity. We find in verse 24 of chapter 4, when they heard that they lifted up their voice to God with one accord, there was unity. Um, in Acts 2, we also find they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. Um, they had a unity there. And when you spend time with Christ, uh, Jesus is the great unifier. Jesus is the one that, that makes everything level. And so people often wonder, well, how in the world can a, a church that's so big or a church that has this many people in it, um, how can they get along? How can they have unity? They're all very different. Their backgrounds are different. They have different personalities. Is there conflicts? How, how does that work? How does the body of Christ, uh, how, how is it able to operate um, smoothly and, and uh, with functionality? And the answer to that is unity in Christ. When you spend time with Jesus, then there, Jesus is going to bring that unity amongst your brothers and sisters in Christ. Where there is no unity, there's an evidence, I, I dare say, of Maybe um, th there's someone who's not spending time with the Lord. Um, someone's motives are incorrect or someone's mind is not the mind of Christ at that very moment. And so we've got to be careful to examine ourselves in those situations. We've got to make sure we have the unity of Christ and that only comes by spending time with Him. We have charity. Uh, charity uh, is found in verse 32. I'll go ahead and turn there and, and I know we're getting out of time here. The multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. They took care of one another. They loved one another. Um, in uh, verse 34, neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices, the things that were sold. Uh, verse 35, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. 
There is a love. There is unity. There was people taking care of one another because of Christ. And then uh, we'll, we'll just go through these quickly here. Power. Man, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In verse 33 of, of chapter 4, it says, And great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them. There's power when you spend time with Jesus. He gives us that power to be able to proclaim the gospel no matter what obstacles lie ahead. There's power in the name of Jesus. And then last, there is, is grace. We find in that same verse, in verse 33, and great grace was upon them all. Not just a little bit of grace, not just a little bit of God's favor, but great grace. And we can have that in our lives as well when we spend time with Him. It's amazing what God does through those who choose to spend time with Jesus. And so the question that I end with is the same question I began with yesterday. Do people know, do they take knowledge that you have been with Jesus? Let's make sure to spend time quality time reading the Word of God, talking with our Savior, and the result is going to be what we just said. Man, there's boldness, there's power, there's grace, um, there, there is a charity, there's love, there's unity, um, there's worship. And so that's a result of spending time with the Lord. Let's make sure it's obvious to those around us today. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.